Welcome back to the podcast. We are talking about seven ways your podcast creates new prospects and new sales for your coaching business. And for those of you that might not know, I actually came to the podcasting world um, more through the coaching business world. So I was running Google Hangouts for some business coaches in the real estate space, and one of them pitched me on the idea of starting a podcast together. I'd already been thinking about it. Uh, and so we said, yes, let's do it. That show became Real Estate Uncensored. But before that, I was working with business coaches, helping them promote their coaching business by running live Google Hangouts. And so my allegiance to podcasting is not as an art form in and of itself. My allegiance is to coaching businesses. I love the business of business coaching. I can talk about it all day long. And podcasting to me is just in the world that we live in right now, the most effective way to reach people with a message that creates demand for coaching. And we're going to talk about some of the ways that that manifests uh, here in a second. But just know that my allegiance is not to podcasting. I didn't offer podcasting and then go, hey, you know, it'd be a good idea to sell it to business coaches. Like I came from being a partner in two different coaching companies and we started podcasts and that's what worked. That's how I got into podcasting. So that's the perspective that everything that you're about to hear comes from. The, the perspective of being on the inside, being a partner in multiple coaching businesses and watching how podcasting had these practical effects. So let's jump into number one. Your podcast drives home your clear and compelling idea. For more on the clear and compelling idea, there's other episodes that you can listen to when I really dive in deeply. But basically, it's the living, beating heart of your business. It's the idea that creates demand for your coaching by communicating your value and who benefits the most from that value. One of the all-time great examples of a clear and compelling idea is BMW. When they started running ads about the ultimate driving machine, that idea set BMW apart. And it speaks deeply to their ideal buyers who are the ones that care more about the driving experience than all the other bells and whistles or, you know, a Mercedes driver that's like driving around a living room. Uh, you know, that's a different luxury experience. So BMW came up with this clear and compelling idea of being the ultimate driving machine and that drove their sales. The same way for your coaching business, your clear and compelling idea sets you apart from other coaches and attracts the right people while repelling everyone that doesn't care about the same things you care about. Now, in a perfect world, your podcast, even the title and the tagline of your podcast, hopefully communicates your big idea. So people are exposed to that idea just by coming across your podcast. But beyond that, you can use the guests that you feature, the solo episodes you record, the success stories you share, all together in a strategic push to communicate your clear and compelling idea. All the content revolves around that one idea, and then it drives home that one idea from a thousand different angles. It's the way you look at the world and no form of marketing allows people to spend as much time with you as podcasting. So it's a perfect place or a vehicle to communicate more information and drive home your clear and compelling idea from a bunch of different angles. So that's number one, your podcast drives home your clear and compelling idea. Number two is the podcasting gives you complete control of your message. Unlike being a guest, unlike speaking engagements and other forms of marketing, you are in 100% complete control of every element of your podcast. There's no one standing between you and your audience. Uh, so if you need to, to deliver some hard truths or some unpopular opinions, your podcast is the perfect place because you can share your reasoning behind it and not get muzzled or shouted down by people who disagree or taken down by the algorithm on social media and all that stuff. There's nothing standing between you and your audience when it comes to your podcast. What about building credibility and authority? We can bring on influential experts in your space and you can focus on topics that reinforce your clear and compelling idea. A great example of this is how Dana Mostaff uses the Boss Mom podcast where she brings in people like Amy Porterfield to share how Amy's program fits into just the overall Boss Mom approach that Dana teaches. 
Um, let's talk about you know, building anticipation for a book. You can record solo episodes where you either read excerpts or maybe an entire chapter. If you follow Mark Devine's podcast, Unbeatable Mind, and he's gearing up for a, a book launch and has been for the last few months or whatever, I think. Uh, but he's been doing, you know, like an episode where he reads excerpts or an entire chapter from his upcoming book. You already have the audience. Why not use it? Because you have control of the message. So whatever message you want to deliver to your audience at any given time, your podcast is where you have complete control to put a message in front of your audience based on the needs of your business at the time. So that's number two. Let's move into number three. Podcasting is scalable, unlike your sales skills. Relying on your sales skills to grow your coaching business keeps you trapped trading time for dollars. You can only talk to so many people one-on-one. -on -one. Now, could you close more sales if you got more people on the phone? Well, of course. Uh, but how many sales calls do you want to do? Can you double that number and still take all the calls yourself? Probably not. You know, as a lot of my clients can tell you, sales calls are great and, and, and you probably enjoy them in the first couple of years of your coaching business. But once you've done enough, they all start to blend together. You get tired of taking them. You're not as sharp. You're not as good as you, uh, as you used to be on those sales calls. Maybe you even start to self-sabotage. I've noticed myself do that sometimes on sales calls. So I had to take a break from taking my own sales calls for a while. At least the ones that come in off of the podcast that aren't like direct referrals. I started having somebody help me with those because I found that they weren't as productive and I, I, they, were, they were draining me. There's only so many people you can reach and there's only so much that you can do using your own sales skills. But your podcast could easily double in listeners and could double again and again but it doesn't cost you any additional time. It doesn't take you any more time to record an episode that a thousand people listen to than an episode that 500 people listen to. So it, it's one of the only forms where it's literally gets the same amount in of time and effort and energy. But on the other end, the, the listenership, the audience can double and double and double over and over again for, for all you know, and it doesn't take you any more time or energy. So Yes, leverage your skills. Of course, you want to be good on sales calls. Of course, you want to get out there and maybe do some speaking gigs and have some sales skills from the stage. But if you want to really double, triple, quadruple your business, it's better to put your time into something where your audience can double, the sales can double without it costing double your time. So that's number three. Podcasting is scalable where your sales skills are not. Let's move on to number four. Podcasting creates converts. And this is one of my favorites. Because what I've noticed about podcasting is that when the right people in the audience hear a clear and compelling idea, the same idea over and over again, and that idea is part of a unique point of view, a unique outlook on the world, and those ideas and messages are delivered on a regular basis from all kinds of different angles and perspectives, a certain percentage of the audience is going to come to see the world in a completely different way. They're going to agree basically with the, with the perspective on the world that you're putting out there through your podcast. So they literally become converts. They are converted to your point of view, your message, your belief system. Uh, the best podcasters that I know are evangelistic. They evangelize their point of view and they suck other people in to that point of view. When people start to see the world the same way that they do, it's natural for them to want that person's solution. So if, if you have people in the audience that are listening and they start to see the world the way that you do, you're being evangelistic, you're passionate about your message, you're passionate about people seeing the world the way that you do. When they start to see the world the way that you do, the natural assumption is the solution that you offer must be the best fit for them because who else sees the world the way that you both do? You come to agree on your point of view. Your podcast gives you a place where you can deliver a powerful message with passion that will convert people to your message, your point of view, your outlook on the world. Now, for a coach, 
if you're that way, if you're evangelistic and you stir up passion uh, when you deliver your message and you start to convert people to your point of view, your belief system, then as a coach, you go from just being like one of many choices to becoming the only choice because you're the only one who sees the world the way they do. You're the only one who diagnoses the problem the same way. You're the one that, only one that looks at the world the same way. So you must have the right solution for them. That's exactly what your podcast can do for you because over time, podcasting will create converts. That's number four. Now let's get into number five, which is podcasting can transform demand for you into demand for your company. And to me, this is the key to freedom in any coaching business. You know, some coaches want to work with a limited number of individual clients, and, and that's literally what they want their, their coaching career to be. And they're happy being a one-person uh, coach. And that's awesome. Like there's a lot of folks out there that that's exactly what they should do. But if you're looking to scale beyond that, you know, it's, I would say at around 40 clients, sometimes a few more, a few less, depending on how long the coaching calls are. But most coaches that I know tap out around 40 one-on-one clients. So to scale beyond that point, a lot of them will look at hiring uh, other coaches onto their team. Let's call them staff coaches for lack of a better term. So when a coach first hires a staff coach, they almost immediately run right smack into a big wall, which is clients only want them. You know, they want the founder. Podcasting gives you an interesting solution by bringing in your staff coaches as podcast co-hosts and podcast guests to build their credibility. So you can use podcasting to put more focus on your staff coaches. You can also use podcasting to put more focus on the tools and systems that you've developed, the firm that you've started, the results that you get for people as a firm and not just as you, the coach, and basically shine a spotlight on things that aren't you so that there's less demand for you, but now it's demand that's transformed into demand for your company, demand for your staff coaches, demand for your tools and systems that you people, your people teach, not for your time. A great example of this are clients and friends of mine like Jeff Cohn, Lars Hedenberg, Michael Hellickson. These are all in the real estate space. They're all really good at using their podcast for this. Uh, for example, in Jeff Cohn's company, Elite Real Estate Systems, each of their staff coaches are subject matter experts in their own right based on roles that they had in Jeff's original real estate business. So now they serve as podcast co-hosts and they do either you know solo episodes or they do guest episodes that are all around their subject matter where they're, they're the expert. And in doing that, the podcast creates demand for the coaching program, not demand for Jeff's time. And this is what allows Jeff the freedom to focus on more content, more systems that deliver better you know, results for clients rather than just spending all of his time one-on-one coaching. So to me, this is the entire key to freedom in your coaching business is to have demand for you transform into demand for your coaching company. And a podcast goes a long way when used correctly to doing that. That's number five. Now let's talk about number six. Podcasting helps upsell and cross-sell other offers. Now we all know it's easier to sell more stuff to an existing client than to sell something new to a new prospect. That's sales 101, very, very common sense. But podcasting takes kind of cross-selling and upselling to a new level because it gives you a platform for content that people spend a lot of time with, which means you can add more calls to action to other offers, or you can drop in casual mentions of your author offers into your episodes so people get familiar and, and curious about those other options. You can deliver direct calls to action because you've got more time to spend with people. You don't have to pour everything into just your one Uh, signature offer, which I I would encourage everyone to have a signature offer. But if we're talking about people on your podcast, maybe they've already bought your signature offer, or maybe they're not ready for your signature offer and you have something else for them that will get them closer to that. Great. Your podcast is where you have 20, 30, 40 minutes to spend with people. You can sprinkle in mentions of your other things. 
Uh, you can also do interesting things like using your podcast to feature affiliate partners and drive traffic and attention to them, which you, of course, get a cutoff of when they buy, uh, when your audience buys one of their offers. That's very common. You can also use your podcast to interview guests who are speaking at your upcoming live event and drive ticket sales in advance. Uh, if you can sell more tickets in advance off of your podcast, this takes some of the burden off of you to do, you know, the hand-to-hand combat, one-on-one stuff that it usually takes to sell out events. Jeff Cohn, again, with Elite Real Estate Systems is really good at that. They have a lot of their people come to their live event, uh, their yearly team building uh, event. The majority of those, the vast majority of those are podcast listeners. They do get some other folks that come in by referral or through other means or by hearing Jeff interviewed on, on podcasts as a guest, but mostly it's his own podcast that creates demand and early ticket sales for his live event. Uh, another way that you can use this, uh, use your podcasting to upsell and cross-sell is to bring people on to share success stories from you know, buying and taking advantage of your other offers and then make a direct call to action to your existing audience. Uh, maybe promote an offer that isn't available to the outside world. Make an offer that's only available to the people that are in your, like, your core audience. So podcasting is absolutely amazing for upselling and cross-selling. That's number six. And finally, number seven. Podcasting builds the most rare commodity in the online world today, which is trust. One of my favorite writers and thinkers on all this said that trust is the result of promises kept over time. And podcasting is basically a promise to your audience. You're going to show up, you're going to deliver something of value week in, week out for an extended period of time. When you actually do that, when you actually show up and deliver like you promised, that in itself builds trust. Now, we're completely apart from the content, right? Your content can also build trust. But just publishing content on a regular basis that's all around your clear and compelling idea and hits it from just a bunch of different angles just the publishing content regularly around one single idea builds trust. It demonstrates that you're not just jumping from offer to offer or audience to audience or pivoting to whatever you think is going to make you the most money today. And you'd be surprised at how many online influencers do that kind of stuff. By running your podcast and delivering value around the same idea, the same concepts, the same message, the same belief system, consistently for an extended period of time, you set yourself apart from all the influencers who are just chasing the latest fad. So that's number seven. Podcasting builds trust, which I think is the most rare commodity in the online world today. So to me, running a coaching business without a podcast is like starting a church and then never preaching on Sunday mornings, right? You can do it, but it's going to make your life a lot harder. Uh, Coaching is about leadership. And to me, podcasting is a platform for leadership. That's always how I've thought about it. Podcasting is a platform for thought leadership. It's leading with ideas. So podcasting allows you to convert people to new beliefs, which lead to new actions, which create new results in their lives. And as a business coach, you have a message that can change lives, right? You just need to get that message in front of the right people. And that's what podcasting does best. So that has been the seven ways that your podcast creates new prospects and new sales for your coaching business. Uh, If you want to learn more and maybe about some of the specifics, or if you have a very definite idea for a podcast that you think might create demand for your coaching business, and you want to talk that through and see if it's got, uh, if, if it's an idea that has legs and has market potential, uh, and it will do what you think it will do, then let's jump on a call. Just go to our website. You can go to getmicrofamous.com. Scroll to the bottom. There's a, a button to click where you can grab a call with us, uh, brainstorm call, 15 minutes. We'll just see if you have a good idea. Uh, we can see if we're roughly a good fit to, to have another conversation more in depth about whether we're a good agency uh, fit for you and mainly focus on whether you've got an idea that will create demand for your coaching business and, and what types of content you would share on the podcast and how that's going to lead people to buy your stuff. Because to me, at the end of the day, that's the only thing that matters because if there's a certain a level of impact that you can have from people listening to your free stuff. 
but you can't really make the impact you want to make in the world if they don't buy and get into your coaching program. That's where you can have the biggest impact. So to me, the best part starts when someone buys and signs up as a client for your coaching, not just when they listen to your podcast. So it's not enough to just have a podcast. The podcast has to be aimed at and, and directly resulting in creating demand for your coaching business. That's, that's what you want. So I'll finish there. Uh, always reach out if you have any questions. Email is matt at pursuingresults.com. You can also uh, leave a review, a rating for the show on Apple Podcasts. That's the best place to do it because it feeds the algorithm and uh, gets the, the show in front of more people. Uh, if you know somebody, especially on the introverted side, who's in the coaching business, make sure to share this episode with them because it's going to be super helpful for them. Uh, and with that being said, we'll see you next week on the next episode of Microfamous.